Welcome back to Beyond the Field. My name is Kane Wallstrom. I'm here with Issa Nasiwa, who is co-host but also advisor today. Issa, how are you going? Very good, thanks. Now, episode 25, we're actually going to talk about um, overseas or offshore income uh, and how that relates to obtaining a mortgage in New Zealand. So, Issa, uh, for the listeners out there, how hard is it at the moment um, with income offshore to get a mortgage? Yeah, the banking criteria is changing so often that um, it's really difficult to get lending while you're offshore and to the listeners out there that are offshore even it's it's quite a scary and daunting process and uh, from a lot of feedback that we get people are inquiring by themselves and just getting a downright no um, and then their sort of goals are squashed so um, you know aligning with goals and how you uh, are trying to seek that, getting some good advice really helps. Yeah, so um, obviously our company, Money Empire, um, we have a lot of clients that are um, New Zealand citizens um, but living offshore and they've gone, actually gone directly to their bank uh, to obtain the mortgage and unfortunately come across a roadblock where the bank manager or the person they've talked to on the phone uh, said, well, actually we can't help for, for whatever reason, right? That's, that's exactly it. And, you know, a lot of people have great goals and aspirations around what they actually want to do and you know want to put their income into an asset and in particular property back here in New Zealand and when you get a downright no from the bank you know you often as a lot of Kiwis do just put it in the too hard basket yeah. and the next thing you know a year goes by and you still haven't done anything. Yeah, so that's key the too hard basket don't put that in that work on it get it going see someone like yourself talk to someone uh, and not procrastinate on that decision. Yeah, procrastination's you know just part of human nature. But when you actually get some uh, really good quality advice uh, from someone that knows how the banking criteria works, yep. know how uh, which banks to go to to yep. um, benefit yourselves, um, that's key because all of a sudden, what started off as just a thought all the way offshore. Um, yep. You know, life goes by, but if you can actually, you know, get the ball rolling, it's far easier than you actually start out and first predict. Okay, let's cut to the chase for the listeners. Technicalities or ins and outs uh, of obtaining a mortgage when offshore. First and foremost, how is income looked at um, in New Zealand from a bank if you're earning offshore? Firstly, what are they doing? Are they converting the currency to New Zealand? Yep, so, you know, it's quick technicalities around is whatever your offshore income is, if say we're earning euros for easy numbers, if you're earning 100,000 euros, reality is they will convert that into New Zealand dollars. Yep, so you're gonna, it's going to look like you're earning more and obviously. It's going to look like and it sounds like you're earning more, yep. so with the current exchange rate, even for rough numbers, if you're earning 100k euro and convert it to New Zealand for $200,000, yep. sounds really great, that is not what they're going to use. They're then going to scale that by 20%, some banks 30%, some banks 40%. So what you're saying is they're going to take, they're going to convert to New Zealand, 200k to yep. New Zealand, then they're going to take 30% off the top of that. They're going to take it off the top of that. Yeah. Then they're going to put that number into their calculator back here in New Zealand as a gross figure, yep. which is then taxed again in New Zealand. And finally, then they have a number which they will use for servicing. Wow. Okay. So stripping it back, income-wise, they're going to convert your offshore income, so euro in this case, to New Zealand. 
So in this case, 100,000 pounds, did you say, or euros, sorry, to New Zealand, which is 200K, then they're going to take 30% off the top, yep. so 60 grand off 200, yep. which brings that person's down income down to 140K New Zealand. Yep. And then on top of that, they're going to tax you again. By putting it into the calculator that they had calculator that they have in their system. So you rush offshore and earning big income, think you're going to use $200,000 to purchase, use for servicing to purchase a house. The reality in the bank size, all the way back here in New Zealand, by the number that they use for servicing, wow, you're scaling upwards of sixty to. 80. I'm just running calculations as you're talking to me on my on my phone here on the calculator, and essentially we've taken a hundred k off that person's income by scaling down thirty percent and then taking tax off that which is incredible. But from a bank's point of view, they're doing this to safeguard themselves, I'm guessing for exchange rate um, fluctuations and different tax rates across the world as well and how they tax, is yeah, that abso- right? Absolutely, and, okay. and they're actually very particular around the offshore income you are using. Okay. Um, Great British pound, euro, US yeah. income, yeah. yen. The yen has fluctuated a lot in the last 18 months oh, alone. Right. So they're very careful and have to safeguard themselves around those changes in Deposit-wise, obviously really key. Um, living offshore, um, overseas income, what's the deposit they normally have to put down? 30%. And is that based on this property being an investment property for them? Absolutely. You can't be offshore, earning offshore, and claim to be living in New Zealand. Okay. Uh, so you need a 30% down for an investment. What happens if uh, the individual that was earning income was living offshore, but their family, partner, wife, kids were living here and actually going to move into the home? Yeah, look, there's ways around uh, the ways around that. If a part of your wife child kids are going to be living in the property um some banks are lenient in that they will let that go on a 20 percent right okay so just a normal 20 percent owner just a normal home. yep your partner okay. and wife's going to live there all going to be living uh, standard costs you're not going to be getting rental income from that property because okay. your wife partner kids are going to be living in and just quickly if this property isn't a true investment property where they're putting 30 percent down rental income in new zealand is looked at the same even though that person's offshore they're okay new zealand banks 100 percent taking into they can they can take rental income yeah. okay cool living expenses obviously uh creates a big difference in the bottom line so um uh, are banks looking at living expenses offshore and how are they doing that what are they looking at are they over inflating or yeah you've got to from from our point of view we have to be quite conservative in what we're giving to the banks because the reality is if you know, rent offshore. They've got to convert once again. Convert your if you're earning euros, you've got to convert what you're paying in rent into New Zealand dollars. Filtering back all your living costs, mm-hmm. they're going to be converting that all into New Zealand dollars and then putting it into a calculator back here. Mm. So the the expenses all you know grow. They've got to, okay. if you've got a wife and a family back here in New Zealand, then they're looking about two lots of living expenses. So there's quite a lot of you know, fine technicalities that you've got to be really aware of. So the key things are obviously income, how that's looked at um, in a New Zealand, um, from a New Zealand point of view, the loan to value ratio or the deposit um, that you're putting down, and then also to expenses. So is there anything else you would add to the listeners or want to tell the listeners out there that may help them out? Look, I think getting in touch with a broker and getting some real good quality advice, it seems very daunting to begin with. But once you speak to someone that has the knowledge in this area, then it's far simpler than you actually think, and it's very doable. And you know, we deal with people earning offshore income from all over the world, and people are still getting jobs done. So listeners out there, if you're wanting to build your empire beyond the field that you're in, in any way, and through property and finance, um, definitely touch base with us. We deal with a lot of overseas or offshore um, income earners that uh, have New Zealand ties. 
Uh, I know ESA deals on this on a daily basis. So if you do have any questions, jump on www.moneyempire.co.nz, flick through to our info line or on social media, contact us, drop, a, drop us a message, and we're more than happy to help out. But this was just a real high-level screen scrape of what's going on out there. Um, and if you want more detail in your personal situations, like I said, get in touch. Next episode is going to follow on with an actual case study uh, of someone that um, we've done recently. So uh, stay tuned for the, for the next podcast. Thanks, guys.